This is the Dallas Morning News. Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts. This is the Dallas Morning News. It's Tuesday, February 14th, and this is your Dallas Morning News. Today's forecast calls for rain in Dallas, Texas, with a high near 69 and a low near 45. Here are today's headlines. In his clearest sign of support for specific legislation aimed at the LGBTQ community this session, Texas Governor Greg Abbott says he wants state lawmakers to ban transgender athletes from competing in collegiate sports. Speaking in front of a Saturday gathering of the Young America's Foundation in Dallas, Abbott pledged that the Texas legislature will soon pass a law requiring transgender college athletes to compete according to their sex assigned at birth. Thousands of bills are typically filed every session, but the governor's support will dramatically boost the likelihood that this or something like it will pass. As transgender athletes have become more visible, conservative leaders nationwide have sought to clamp down on where, when, and how they can compete in certain sporting events. A year ago, the NCAA updated its policy to support transgender athletes competing according to the gender they identify with, providing they pass certain hormone-level benchmarks. Abbott already signed into law similar restrictions on transgender athletes in high school sports in 2021. Meanwhile, Lieutenant Governor Dan Patrick announced his top 30 bills for the legislative session Monday, keeping property tax relief, improving power grid reliability, and teacher pay raises among his main items. Patrick's top priorities also included several red meat items, such as bills that would ban diversity, equity, and inclusion programs, make voter fraud a felony, and attack transgender rights. The priority bills get low numbers to signify their importance to the legislature's upper chamber and to Patrick, who presides over the Senate and wields near-unmatched power in deciding which legislation makes it to the governor's desk. As he said in his inaugural address, Patrick would increase the homestead exemption from $40,000 to $70,000, along with a second nonspecific bill to address property tax relief. After the state budget, Patrick's top legislative priority was making voter fraud a felony. The criminal penalty for voter fraud was reduced to a misdemeanor in 2021's Omnibus Election Bill, Senate Bill 1, and numerous bills doing just that have already been filed. In other news, traffic was backed up most of the day Monday in West Dallas. Dozens of police and fire personnel responded to a call at a construction site blocking off nearby streets. Officers, including the SWAT team, responded to the 1,000 block of Singleton Boulevard around 7.30 a.m., according to police, and remained on the scene as of 5 p.m. A man, likely in distress, was standing on a crane at the site. And Dallas has big plans with a new infrastructure investment fund. The city hopes to attract more developers of residential and commercial projects to underinvested areas south of Interstate 30 and other underserved parts of the city. 
by offering to reimburse them for costs to put in infrastructure, such as water and sewer line connections, sidewalks, lighting, public parks, green space, and internet connectivity as part of their projects. The program will also reimburse costs for things such as environmental studies for contaminated land and remediation for the property, demolition work, and programs designed to keep low-income households from being displaced because of rising costs due to surrounding new developments. The program, which would be funded yearly by money from expired tax increment financing, or TIF districts, is part of a series of new incentives approved January 25th by the City Council to try to increase investment mostly in southern Dallas and to foster more job growth, more economic development, and increase the city's tax base. The package of new incentives also includes 5- and 10-year tax breaks for eligible projects expected to cost no more than $25 million. Thanks for listening. For more on today's stories and for the latest breaking news, visit DallasNews.com. Enjoy your day. Spoken Layer Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts.